I hope my jinx or curse doesn't rub off on any of these teams, but I am not good at this. Hello! And welcome to a special edition of High and Tight, a Friday evening edition of High and Tight. This is only the second time we've done this at night. The first time was in the parking lot uh, Middletown after the championship. Uh, I'm Scott Erickson. We are joined, as always, by Pete Baguaga. Pete, we got through uh, conference tournaments. How you feeling? Good. I, I'm, I don't know if I'm overtired or I'm excited. I don't know. I got a lot of sleep deprivation, uh, just a lot of stuff going on, but uh, it's exciting. We're about to start the sprint. Um, you know, the conference tournaments went by really quick. We saw a lot of upsets. Uh, Scott and I got a lot of picks wrong. Uh, I think maybe, I think Scott's the only one who got one right. Um, did I only get one right? Is that is that true? Yeah. I don't think I got any right. I, thought, I think did I, I did. I have Ward. I thought I had Ward. I had you, might, right. you might have had two. I think I had Greenwich wrong, Hand wrong, uh, ECC. I had Waterford wrong, NVL. I had St. Paul wrong, uh, CTC. I think I picked Abitech wrong. Um, Coggenshaw can still win the Shoreline. They play Saturday. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll get that one, but right now I'm doing bad and I will tell you everyone. Oh, they're playing Valley. Me. I took Valley. I took Valley. Yeah. So you might get three. I might get one or zero. <laughs> um, but everyone is letting me know that, uh, I've been wrong on everything, which is great. I love it. They really chirp you a lot more than they chirp me. I don't know why. Yeah. I it was at the, I don't, I don't, I don't get harassed. I mean, I, maybe I just, I don't know. It's my face. Um, about your face. Yeah. yeah. When I was at prep, I don't get chirped, though. the SEC finals yesterday with prep West Haven, they were lined up to get their like medals and I'm just standing there waiting to take photos. And they're like, Hey Pete, game time, game time. I look over. They're like, don't pick, you know, uh, Oh, you should have picked us. I'm like, at this point, you don't want me to pick you. No, it's not going well for the teams that you're picking. No. So let's, yeah, you don't want Pete to pick your team. Absolutely not. We don't want that. Uh, so what we're going to do here today Let's pick some more teams. We're going to go through the state tournament. The brackets came out today. Um, we did see some good uh, – you saw some good finals. I saw, I saw two blowouts. I saw the SWC uh, on Thursday night, which was um, Weston rolled over uh, Brookfield. And then today, 9 nothing. Ward beat Greenwich and the FCAC. The FCAC was supposed to be 7 o'clock Saturday. We moved it up to 1 o'clock Friday. That's dream come true. One o'clock Friday's assignment, like that is. I, I, I want. You know what? Time. I said this. I said this in the press box of Palmer Field today during the CTC final. I want more one o'clock weekday games. Get these kids <laughs> out of school. They don't need to be in school. And it was funny. Was all <laughs> there was a lot of fans there, like student fans from Ward and Greenwich. And I was like, I guess they're just not going. The afternoon classes are off. There were <laughs> there were parents at this game, and I'm just looking. I, I turn around to Adam Betts of the JI, who was there covering the game. Was does anyone have jobs? Um, no, but. It was great. I saw NVL final, Holy Cross beat uh, Watertown, really good close game, big hit in the sixth inning to give them the one-run lead. Uh, the SEC final was really good regardless of the uh, regardless of the final score. West Haven was really in it until the end. And then uh, the CTC game was good today until the end. Uh, uh, Cheney, Cheney Tech, it's Cheney Tech, not Cheney Tech. Cheney really? Tech, I learned that today. Really? It's Cheney yeah. Tech? Cheney Tech. Uh, they beat, they scored. the school say that? Yeah, one of the assistant coaches or someone from the school was doing the uh, the scoreboard and the uh, the PA announcing. Uh, Cheney Tech. 
and uh, they that, it was close game, close game until the top of the seventh when they scored four runs to make it a uh, six run game. So they were good. It was good. It was nice to get back out there again. Like we said, we still have the shoreline cog and chog versus Valley, which should be a good one. I believe Colby Pascarelli is pitching for cog and chog. Um, so that obviously puts them That'd in good for advantage. Them. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see who wins that game. But then they won't have him for states. So yes, they won't have him for probably the first or second round. But it depends. I don't know. The days, the weather, anything could change. Those things are hard to predict. Um, but As the seeding out. came out this morning. The brackets are out. The teams have their matchups, and we are going to pick who is going to win. This is just for fun. Number one, this is just for fun. Number two, we're probably going to be proven wrong, and we know that. So if you want to chirp us, feel free. Just keep it civil. That's all I ask. Yeah, if you want to have fun with us, that's totally fine. You want to put stuff on your bulletin board, that's totally fine. Yeah, I, I, I encourage you to do so. But Pete's also gotten a few things that have been a little too much <laughs> critical of him and a little, a little too personal and, you know, just bit. let's just try to have fun here. We understand that literally every one of our picks could be wrong. It's a, it's a one and done baseball tournament. Yeah. Like, and we will go, we're going to talk about class double out at the end. But I said to you earlier, as soon as I saw the bracket, I said literally every team could beat any other team in the first round and, yep. and, the, and everything's blown up. And it wouldn't be a surprise. And we're going to talk no. about dub, a double L, but there are some in that bracket in the first round where I'm like, Okay, I could see how this this can go the other way, and it's really interesting, and anything can happen. That's why. But we know that we're back in state championship form for the first time since the fall of 2019. Unbelievable. And but we know we're informed because people are complaining about about the seedings. So yeah, we're here. We're back. Know, it's normal. Good. Let's complain. Yeah. All right. Um, so well, where we start? Starting. Class S. Class S. Do you want to go first? Class S, or do you want me to go Class first? Class S. All right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go through S first quickly. Uh, just looking at the top of the bracket, I think it's St. Paul's to lose, but St. Paul lost in the first round of the NVLs. I was surprised. Um, they lost to Watertown, who ended up going to the finals. Watertown is a good team. It's a good program. Donna the Rock is still there. Uh, oh, it is still there. Yes, I asked coach. You told me. Told me the Rock is still there. Oh, that's good news. But I think St. Paul's going to come out with a different attitude, and maybe maybe they got a little. Maybe that's something that they need. You know, uh, Jack, uh, Jack McFarlane always says, you know, you want some scars before you get into the playoffs, and uh, they got one now. I know they lost in the regular season, but I think losing in the first round of the NVLs really really was big for them. Um, I think this is their bracket to lose. The top part of the bracket. You get to the bottom half of the bracket, and it's really anyone's game. Um, there's shoreline teams, there's Berkshire League teams, there's NCCC teams, there's a couple of NVL teams, uh, shoreline teams, some SEC teams, and I, I really like um, Coggenshog in that as the three. So I think we're doing Final Four and then our championship picks, final correct? Final Four and then our championship, yeah. So I am going to go – well, I'll do my Final Four, you do your Final Four, and then we'll do our finals. I think that builds some 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 tension. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, people like that. Yeah. Um, so out of the top side of the bracket, I got St. Paul versus Oxford, uh, an NVL matchup in the semifinals. Oxford is a very good baseball program. Uh, they want to stay title, I want to say, 15 or 16. 
Um, they're good. And then on the other side of the bracket, I have Northwest Catholic out of the CCC. They're, they're 23 seed and they have to beat Valley regional in the first round. That said, they're a Catholic school playing an S we can go on and on about whether we like that or not, but they're here and they're playing right. So they're available to be picked. I'm going to go with Northwest Catholic as a 23 and I have them playing against Coggenshog in the semifinals. So I have St. Paul versus Oxford and Northwest Catholic versus Coggenshog. Like it. All right, here's my final four. Uh, like you, St. Paul at the top, I think I would be surprised if they don't get out. Obviously, anything can happen, but I would be surprised if they do not get out. Uh, the bottom half of that first bracket, that first semifinal, um, I like Oxford and North Brantford, but I think Plainfield out of the ECC has played really, really well this season. They've kind of been under the radar, uh, had some nice wins out there. And I like Plainfield. I like the ECC in baseball in general, so I like Plainfield coming out of there. Uh, and then taking on St. Paul in the first semifinal. In the second semifinal, um, you know, Nanawag is a really good team. Uh, Montville's had some moments this year. Northwest Catholic and Valley are both pretty good. But the team I like coming out of the NCCC is Canton. I like Canton to come out and, and get into that final four. From that bracket, the number seven seed. Uh, Canton's played really well all season. Another team that no one really talks about, but but they're pretty strong, pretty strong program. Um, Coggenshaw is tough to pick against, but this, for the same reason that you pick Northwest Catholic, I'm going with Holy Cross. Uh, I think Holy Cross coming out of the NBL has a really strong program. Uh, again, we talk about Catholic schools in class S Holy Cross is a, is a prime example of that. Uh, and I like Holy Cross moving into the final four there. So my final four is St. Paul, Plainfield, Canton, and Holy Cross. All right. I like that. Um, we have one similar team, which is kind of fun. Uh, I like when it's not the same. Yeah. 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 Me too. Uh, and we don't, we, we didn't talk about this before. No, we literally jumped on and I had just looked at the brackets and Scott had just looked at them. So this is kind of going by the seat of our pants. Uh, in my final, I have St. Paul beating Oxford in the final four and I have Cog and Chog beating Northwest Catholic. And I'm kind of stuck on who I think is going to win this game. I think it really has to do with lining up pitching. Um, I, you know, I think Pascarelli gives Coggenshog an edge mm -hmm. uh, when Certainly. he's on the mound, and they have a good team. Uh, I forgot yeah, the kid's name team. who throw who threw a complete game in the semifinal. They're a very good team. When you have a kid like Pascarelli who's going to UConn, who's a top flight pitcher in the state, it 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 changes the game that said, because I don't know when he is scheduled to pitch uh, again, whether a lot of things are going to change the, the dates of these games and the times I'm going to go with St. Paul. I think they've been the best team uh, all year in class S they have the bats. They can hit with anyone in the state. Uh, obviously they have Izzo and Daniels who are awesome and really contribute to uh, a pretty solid lineup. So I'm going to go with St. Paul to win class S. Um, yeah, so my final, I have St. Paul in the finals also. I have them take it on Holy Cross and VL matchup rivals. Uh, I think that's a lot of fun for everybody. And then I also have St. Paul, uh, for all the reasons you said. Like, yes, they got tripped up in the NBL quarterfinals, but a lot of times that can be the thing that a team needs to kind of be like, hey, you're not unstoppable here. You, you know, teams are going to step up to you and, and want to beat you. And I think they got that message loud and clear. And I think they're going to be ready to roll, fully rested coming to this tournament. So I will also take St. Paul to win the tournament. All right. All right. Now, all right. Gonna, let's go to class M. Yes. M is fascinating. 
I just want to start with that. Um, this is not class M from 2019. Uh, this bracket is loaded this year with some really good teams. And the top part of the bracket is really hard, right? You got East Catholic, Frankie Mazzucato, Co- Coach Fiore, um, just a great team, TJ Wynn. Alex uh, uh, Irizarry, uh, Hank Penders, you, uh, Ryan Shaw, you have so many great players on the East Catholic team. Uh, and then you go down and got the 25-8 matchup, Ansonia, New Fairfield. New Fairfield's got two of the best players in the state, Matt Garbowski and Braden Quinn. They have other really good players as well. Then you have Ansonia, scrappy, blue-collar, grinded-out type team with a, you know, Pat, Pat, Pat Lynch, friend of the program, very good coach. And they have Brendan Palmer. And he's going right? to go this against is, New Fairfield. A light, most likely. Yeah, most likely if he goes against New Fairfield, and Sonia could win that game, and I don't think anyone blinks an eye. And uh, that's just speaking to how good of a player Brendan Palmer is. And that's that first game when I look at the bracket saying, okay, you know, if this was a three-game series, it would be a little different, but it's a single elimination. Winner, winner moves on, loser goes home, and Palmer puts them in that position where they can go to New Fairfield and win that game. Um, yeah. Then you got Weston, the SWC champs are in the top part of the bracket. You have Waterford, who lost in the ECC semifinals, is in the top part of the bracket. And then so is Killingly, who beat Waterford in the ECC semifinals and won the ECC. They're all in the top part of that bracket to just get to the semifinals. Yeah. It's, it's really – it's funny because when we talked all season about this class, we talked about those teams – and, but now it turns out that they're all going to be fighting for two spots. And then the bottom half of the bracket is going to be like the Wild West. Like, it is going to – who knows? When I, I went through that bottom half of Class M, and I was like, I have no idea. I have the, no idea who's going to win that kind it's of It's hard court. because, like, HK had a really good year. Early exit yep. in the shoreline. St. Right? Joe's down. Woodland, Woodland had a really good year. They're the three-seed. Early exit in the NVL tournament. Then you have St. Joe's as a 22 – and they're St. Joe's, a proud program. They won the last M title two years ago. Uh, I think, believe, early exit in the FCX. So you have all these teams who are coming in on full rest who are good, who are maybe kind of lower seeds, and you're like, okay, they can make a run here. Watertown's in 19. They get they get Wolkett. You know, I don't know if you could see that. Uh, Woodland versus Seymour plays the winner. Of, the winner of Woodland-Seymour play the winner of Wolkett-Watertown. We got a little NVL quad. Uh, going on in the first, first two level. rounds in M at the bottom. So it's really interesting. Um, I like this tournament a lot. And we're not even talking about some teams like Sheen is a 21. Sheen's an SEC school that played double L talent a lot. And, this year. and played well against a yeah. lot of those teams. They almost too. beat prep. It yeah. was a really ugly game. A lot of, you know, walks and, and throwing the ball around by both teams. But Sheen was in that game. Um, so if they made a run as a 21, I don't think that would surprise anyone. They do have Killingly in the second round, so we'll see how that goes. But my semifinal picks for Class M, I have East Catholic, duh, and Killingly. I have Killingly beating Waterford again in the quarterfinals to get to the semifinals. I'm not going to pick against Bo. I've already picked against Bo, and they made me look like a fool. Um, so I got Killingly and East Catholic in the first semifinal. And then in the bottom of the bracket, I have Woodland. Uh, I think it's a really good team. Coach Boehner is doing a great job in his first season there. Second year, first season, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, and I got them against HK. Uh, this is a special year for HK. Obviously, Coach Brooks won a 700th game, uh, early exit out of the shoreline. Uh, I think I think they make a run. I think they get to the semifinals against Woodland. You have Woodland HK. Interesting. Um, I like it. Here, East Catholic. Here's my thing about East Catholic. Obviously, they're amazing this year. Like they're really, really good. Having to get through either New Fairfield or Weston just to get to the semi is real tough. Real tough. Those are good baseball teams. I saw Weston. Uh, you know, we've seen New Fairfield this year. We know what they can do. Really going to be hard to beat one of those teams. Now, I'm taking East Catholic. But I would not be shocked. And I really went Edging back and forth bets. on that. I really went back and forth on it. I, I really did. And I wanted to take New Fairfield. And then for the same reasons that you said, like, they could lose to Ansonia. Palmer's, like, super that day. Or whatever. I don't. I don't. I'm. I think New Fairfield's going to win that game either way, but because they have really good players also. But I, I just think East Catholic this year is, is kind of a special team, and it's a little bit different. So I'm taking East Catholic uh, to go down there. Um, I'm, I'm going with Killingly too. Like they're just playing so well this year. Their only two losses were on the same day. They lost a doubleheader on a Saturday. You know, both sides of a doubleheader. They won the ECC against some really good teams. Um, and they've just another team that's sort of been under the radar. I mean, I've been voting them in my top 15, but not a lot of people have. You know, they've gotten a few votes here and there. But I like Killingly. So I'm going to take Killingly to, to play against East Catholic. And it's not just side. Bo. It's not just Bo. I know. No, I push Bo on Twitter because I just, you know, Bo knows I have fun with that. But they have a really good team from top to bottom. They have a lot of guys, Chris Jacks. They have guys who can step up and play. You don't well. win 17 games with one good kit. I mean, no, like, you, you got to have a really good team. Um, I like HK too. Um, I just see HK coming out of that top part of the bottom bracket. Uh, and then I'm going to go with St. Joe's. Uh, I just think St. Joe's played really good teams, played them well, and I think they're coming out. Uh, so my final four is East Catholic, Killingly, HK, and St. Joe's. Okay. Who do you have moving on? Who's moving on, Pete? I got East Catholic Woodland in the finals. Um, I think, you know, this East Catholic just has a lot of guys. Um, they have a lot of dudes. You know, TJ Wynn is a sophomore and he's really good. Coach Fiore loves to talk him up because he is so good. Um, so I think they have that second arm that's going to help them get through the tournament this year. And they have a third arm in Ethan Udemark, who um, was an all-state goalie at East Catholic. Uh, great kid. Uh, and goalies, they're they're a little strange, but, you know, they're goalies. Um, and, and I got Woodland. I think Woodland recovers just like St. Paul does from the NVL, the early exit in the NVL, uh, and they get to the finals. And then I capping off a special undefeated season with one of the best high school players that we've seen in a very long time. East Catholic picks up the trophy class M plaque. It's not even a trophy. They get the class M plaque and they finish with the number one overall ranking in the game time CT poll. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, it's not really a surprise. It, we're both going to take East Catholic here. Uh, the only difference is I have them beating St. Joe in the final. Um, yeah, St. Joe could easily be knocked out at any point, but I think St. Joe 
will do what St. Joe does in this tournament and, and start to get on a roll here. Uh, and then I think they will run to East Catholic. And I just, I think East Catholic is just, it's too special of a year for them. And uh, I can't see them not winning this, this yeah, tournament. Like, this, this, this is what they've geared up for. no, if they don't get out of the quarterfinals, I'm not going to be overly surprised because those two teams from the SWC are really good baseball teams. Yeah. Weston and New Fairfield are really good baseball teams. They're going to they're gonna need, uh, as Bill Simmons used to say, they, they need a DVD moment. What's going to be their DVD moment when you watch your championship DVD? Are they going to have to come from behind? Remember, when Staples was the number one team two years ago in Double L, they were losing to Trumbull in yep. the quarterfinals going into like the sixth inning and they've rallied. I think they scored 11. Like we're going to have that moment. I don't think it's going to be as easy as their regular season seemed, but I think they're good enough to power through And if they have to play from behind, I think they'll be okay doing it. Yeah. Me too. All right. I'm going to launch. Uh, I'm going to start double L. 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 Oh, L. Single. Jiminy cricket. <laughs> we just skip L. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, L. We love you, L. L is um, L is very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, top of the bracket, I think that hand gets out of there. Um, Bristol Central's had moments. Bethel's had some moments this year. But I really think that hand should get through that and into the semifinals. Um, their track record, you know, in the SEC, not as good, but I think when they get here, they're they're gonna they're gonna be hand, and they're really good. We know they're really good. The next part of the bracket I find pretty interesting because Woodstock's had some really good games this year. Wilton is obviously there out of the FCAC. They're one of the only, I think they're the only L school from the FCAC. Wilton was has played teams really tough, and they've beaten some really good opponents. So I just want to say, watch out for Wilton. Um, and then Brookfield at the SWC, I think the top half of that SWC was, was really strong this year. And, and Brookfield was one of those teams. And Brookfield actually was the top team in the SWC this year, record-wise. They were the number one seed in the SWC tournament. Lost in the final on a bad night to Weston. Uh, but I am going to take Brookfield in that bracket. Um, I really like Wilton, and I think Wilton could slip through too. But I'm, I'm going to stick with Brookfield because I, I just liked what I saw from Brookfield. Even in defeat, I just think they have some really solid players. Uh, the top half of the bottom bracket, uh, we got Berlin and East Haven. East Haven's been, you know, tough. They haven't beaten a lot of teams. They're five and eleven. You're gonna look at that record, but when you come out of the SEC and you play the teams East Haven's played, you've been battle tested. Uh, Berlin's a really strong program, and we want to see Berlin move on because we want to see Pete back in the red jacket in the placard we want those kids to show up with the cutout of pete again hopefully someone passed that down from generation to generation in berlin um but i also do like windsor there I, you know, windsor's tough and barlow's good obviously when matt scott pitches but when he's not pitching i don't know if they can string together a bunch of wins uh, unless he's going to pitch every day which he's not going to um so I, i'm taking berlin out of the top half of that bottom bracket and then the bottom half um look Massick is another one of those SWC teams that's been really strong this year. But the team that I like down here, and I like Fitch too. Fitch had some nice wins this year, uh, you know, and played well against Waterford and all that. The team I like is North Haven because North Haven really? plays in the SEC. They have knocked off some of the, of the good teams in the SEC. They've been close with everybody. 
They beat Amity. I like North Haven. I like Bob DeMeo. So I'm picking North Haven as my last Final Four team. So my Final Four is Han, Brookfield, Berlin, and North Haven. You'd see that kind of a defeat. I didn't see North Haven. And it's not a knock against North Haven. It's just every time that they've had a big win, they have followed it up with a loss. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's just when they beat Amity and they gave Amity everything they had, the next day they didn't have anything left against Prep, right? They're not going to play anyone like Prep. I, I know, but I, it's just it's very interesting. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they got into the semis because they just do that. Um, but I'm starting at the top of the bracket. I'm going with hands as well. I think this is, and I'm not jinxing or whatever, but I think this is hands bracket to lose. I think they, they have a clear path to Palmer field. Um, they're not going to think that way because Travis points not going to allow them to, but this is their bracket. And, uh, you know, they had a shot against North Haven. They had runners on in the last inning, um of that game i i saw the final play of the game someone sent us the video line drive down the third base line third baseman from north haven makes a great you know stab at it catches it out of the air to end the game uh that ball gets down north haven is going home early in the secs and hand is advancing um so i think this is hands to lose this is their year um to to win that elusive state title um, and then I got Brookfield coming out of the bottom part of the top bracket to play hand in the final four. And then down at the bottom, I have Windsor. I am, I am going against my CCC bias that I apparently have. Uh, Windsor's a good program and they just are always in it competing. Remember this team was in the finals three years ago. Again, yep. completely different kids, but Windsor is a good, really good baseball program. Uh, and then another really good baseball program is Massick. I'm going to go with Massick. Um, you know, they shot into the top 10 early in the year, lost a couple of games, kind of fell off, and then they came right back, right? They're, they're I think, 14-4. and four. I think they lost early in the SWCs. Um, I like their road to the Final Four uh, for the Panthers. Um, so I got hand Brookfield and then Windsor versus Massick in the, in the fine, in the final four semifinals. All right. My championship game. I am going to bucket it a little bit here. And I'm going to say that Brookfield beats hand in the semifinals and yep. Berlin beats North Haven in the semifinals. And the class L champion is Berlin. They were there so, a couple of years ago. It's it's a program that has proven success in these tournaments, and I am going with the Redcoats. I do not blame you. I think that's a good pick. Um, I'm gonna have <clears throat> I'm gonna have Hand advance to the finals against Masic. Um, I think two really good teams who can hit. It's gonna come down to who's gonna have the better starter that day, and I'm gonna go with Hand. I, I think this team. Travis LaPointe told me something at the beginning of the year when we were talking about them. He just said they have this, this quality about them. It's indescribable is the way that, that he tried to describe his team. Uh, I said this the last episode. Hand has had talent, more talented teams. This team finds ways to win, and I think when their back's against the wall, they're going to be able to break through. They've done it before. We've seen it. Yes, they didn't do it in the SEC 
quarterfinals, but we've seen this team come back from a lot more than that. Uh, they have a never say die attitude. And uh, I think, I think this is handsier. I, I, you know, I call me, I know people are going to be like, Oh, Madison, you love Madison. Cause they do it to us in football too. Uh, <laughs> I really, I do think this is the year for that. It's a lovely town. I mean, it's, it's a, a beautiful town, town, but when I did the, when I picked the best football stadiums, I, yeah. picked, uh, yeah. I picked the surf club and everyone's surf like, club. Oh, yeah. you love Madison. I'm like, dude, I love the beach. Okay. Surf club is nice. Up. Surf club's I, nice. Uh, you're crazy if you don't like surf club. Surf clubs is amazing. Um, but it's anyway, nice. so I'm gonna go with hand. You went with Berlin. I think both of those are good choices. Uh, obviously, they're the one and two, so we didn't really go out on a limb there. But nonetheless, this is a weird year. I, I think we we were still learning a lot about teams. I said this to numerous coaches when we were in the conference tournaments, and I was talking to them. A lot of these schools did not play out of conference games, and the ones who did played a few. We don't most, know most of that. Yeah. yeah, we don't know that much. We we just don't. Um, we know how they competed against their conference opponents. We don't know. Yes, in theory, we know that the FCAC and the SWC are probably the two best conferences in the state. Uh, the SWC is right there. Uh, the NVL, the Shoreliner, are in that area too. You know, we don't really know though. We don't know what 19 and one in the NVL means statewide. We don't know what 18 and two in the, in the FCAC means statewide. We don't yeah, know. It makes it very interesting when you look at these tournaments. Like We just don't know. And then the CCC as a whole, every year, we don't have the top teams playing. Yes, we got, you know, East Catholic and Southington did, did, did play this year, which was great. But, you know, there are some matchups that we don't see or that, you know, that we don't see during the regular season. So we don't know how good or battle-tested some of these teams are until we get to the state tournament. And then at that time, with – you have an ace that's going in round one or you, you scrape through round one, you get to round two and your ace is going all of a sudden we have a 20 seed in, in the quarterfinals. Yep. So I don't know. It's going to be wild, but we're not, we're not done yet though. We got one more left. Yes, we do. The big one. And I say this, like, I'm not kidding. And I'm not trying to be nice. Any team could be any team in the first round. Yeah. Like, Stanford and Darien needed Wilbur Cross to like have a terrible end of the season so they could even get in the tournament. Stanford is four and thirteen. They're playing a team that's nineteen and one. Am I going to pick Stanford to win? No. But if Stanford goes up there and gives them a game and somehow sneaks out of there with a win, am I totally shocked? I'm a little bit shocked. But <laughs> go through the top half of the bracket. But I will say, if, with number two Hampton, they cannot be happy. They have Darien coming to town. Oh Darien is a tough opponent, and they have a good starting pitcher. I mean, not that we're going to do picks for every game because that would take forever, but you look at the no, first no. round of double L. Stanford's got some good players. Southington, again, we don't really know that much about them. They played East Catholic, but they haven't played anyone outside of the CCC, right? Richfield is a 17 against New Britain. Could Richfield win? Yes. Staples, New Canaan. Could New Canaan win that game? I think so. Uh, Norwalk Amity. Norwalk, some games, Norwalk's bats are just on fire. Right? We saw them put 17 up against McMahon. Okay? Cheshire Greenwich. Cheshire won four games at the end of the year to get in. Okay? Could they stay hot and beat Greenwich, who just lost in the FCAC finals? Yeah. Newtown, SWC school coming out of a really good conference going up against Glastonbury as a 20. Could Newtown win? 
yeah, East Hartford, Fairfield, Ward. East Hartford's pretty good. I've heard good things about him. Could they beat Ward, who has just played won some the FCA. down games? Yeah, they just won the FCAC, but Ward has played some down games. Could East Hartford win? Sure. Shelton's well, I'm saying the teams that have won the FCAC don't always fare great in the no, first round of the state not. tournament. No, so, they do so, not. But, sometimes they go on to win the state tournament, but other times they get bounced. Yeah, but like Darianne Hamden, I wouldn't want to play Darianne now. Right, no right now. No way. Um, McMahon, that's the one that that's the one that really stood out because like Darianne again, four losses. But look, look at those losses. Like some of them are close. Yeah, it's deceptive. Should they be in the tournament? I don't know. Yeah, but they're there, and now yeah. Hamden's got to deal with them. And Hamden, I think, is a really, really strong team. But that's a could, tough one. But could McMahon beat Manchester? Yeah. Could Barry beat Trumbull? Yeah. Could New Milford beat Newington? Yeah. Could Ludlow beat Prep? Maybe. I don't think so. Could West Hill beat NFA? Yeah. yeah. Could Naugatuck beat West Haven? Naugatuck's not a bad team. And no, then could Enfield beat Hall? I have no idea. But that, I mean, <laughs> if, if craziness ensues, every lower seed could win. Yes. I, I don't think they will, but yes. I don't think they will, but yes. Yeah, there's a couple that I really don't think, but I, but the possibility exists. Yeah. All right, let me start off here. The top of this bracket, Southampton, they're 19 and one. They have a proven track record of winning in this tournament. They were in the semifinals the last time this tournament was played. They are really, really sorry. They were in the championship when the last time this tournament was played, yep. uh, and they've done really well in the Legion. They have a great it's a great baseball town. Southington is a great baseball town. Stanford's a great baseball town. I think Southington gets out of there. What I don't think is that they get out of this bracket with Amity and Staples and Richfield. And the team that I think gets out of this bracket might surprise you. I'm going to take number 17, Richfield, to make the final four out of this bracket. Richfield has depth of pitching. They have senior leadership. They can hit. They can win close, low-scoring games. They can win high-scoring games. Watch out for Richfield. Um, could they lose to New Britain? Hopefully they <laughs> can recover after allowing 26 runs. 26 runs against Greenwich in the semifinals. Because Greenwich wasted all their runs in that game and didn't have any left for the finals. Oh, that's all everybody was talking about today. <laughs> uh, then the bottom half of the top bracket. Um, can Cheshire go to Greenwich and win? Yes. Is Miles Langhorn going to pitch that game? Yes that reduces Cheshire's chance of winning that game greatly because Miles Langhorn is a legit ace and he is being scouted by Major League Baseball teams for a reason. I think Greenwich wins that, and I think Greenwich gets out of that bracket. Um, Shelton is a team that is scary. Xavier can be very good. And obviously we know that Ward is a really, really good baseball team. They just beat Greenwich 9 to nothing today. I like Greenwich coming out of that. Uh, the bottom half, uh, the top half of the bottom bracket, I think Hamden will get by Darien. Um, I think they'll have a tough time with McMahon in the next round if McMahon gets through there. Uh, the team I like, though, coming through that and making the final four is Trumbull. I've been on the Trumbull Shocker. train all year. Shocker. I think they have one of them. What? Shocker. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> they have a great top to bottom lineup. They have two really good starters, which is what you need in this tournament. You need two Really good starters. They have them. They have some bullpen arms. I really I like Trumbull a lot, and I'm picking Trumbull to go to the Final Four. And then the bottom half of that bracket, um, I think it's preps to lose, honestly. like I, I think that prep is playing really, really well right now. 
I, I don't think we'll see a letdown after winning the SECs. I think they're going to be ready to roll. Uh, and I think they get through these games. And I think that prep makes the final four. So my final four is um, three FCAC teams, Richfield, Greenwich, Trumbull, and then prep. It's like the 1985 final four with three Big East teams. Exactly. <laughs> I have it actually opposite, and I'll explain when I get to it. Uh, this top of the top bracket, we'll go back. Ridgefield, Staples, and Amity all in the same bracket. They've all played in the last four double L semifinals or the last three double L semifinals, right? Ridgefield yeah. beat Amity. Um, Staples beat uh, won theirs. Amity lost two years in a row. Um, these are experienced program they've all played the finals yeah um and and southington as well right you gotta throw yeah. southington in there they all four they, of those teams have played in double l finals in the last in, in the last few years the yeah. last two tournaments yeah all four of those teams have played in the finals uh yeah. that's wild um out of that side of the bracket for the final four i am i'm going with amity the spartans in june right i, I don't know what sal Capola does but they just Take it up a notch. Um, they lost a really close game to prep 7-6 in the opening round of the SECs. They were winning late. The thing with them is they need they need to get the pitching. Um, but their their number one, Zhang, was he was injured for most of the year. He came back against hand. He pitched against prep. Um, he is pitching those big games. He's getting, he's moving, he's progressing, right? To to full. Uh, you know, not only being fully healthy, which he is because he came back, but getting his arm into midseason form, right? Yeah. So I think Amity's going to come out of that bracket. Again, they still have Juju Stevens, who's probably the most least talked about top player in the state. Um, and he's awesome. Um, nice. All right, so I'm going to go Amity out of that bracket. I think it's going to be fun, though. They're going to have Norwalk and probably Staples again. How many years in a row have Staples and Amity met? in the state tournament in like I mean, four out of the like last every, five it seems years like every year like but i don't know um and then i'm gonna have greenwich come out of the bottom um i think they're gonna play ward in the quarterfinals uh, in the last two times that they played you know ward won the fcx like you said and greenwich beat them handily to end the year yeah um i think xavier shelton who winner of that game could be really hard for ward um depends who goes for shelton in game one um, depends on who they have for game two, but I think Xavier can hit. All right. So I got, I got, uh, <clears throat> I almost read yours. I have Greenwich and Amity coming out of the first final four. <laughs> and then I, I oof, this Hamden Darien game is this, this could go two ways. Hamden could. Yeah. Hamden or Darien. Those, those are the two ways. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying Hamden could blow I mean, them out and the game could be over early. It could be. It's a two verse 31 that wouldn't surprise anybody. That said, this could also be really close and come down to the wire. And uh, I think it's very interesting. Depends on who, who Hamden is set to throw in the first game. Um, but that one is just so interesting. Obviously, Trumbull's great. Uh, Fairfield prep. Uh, I'm, I'm jumping down brackets, but I, I do have Hamden coming out of that. I, I think this is, a, this is a group, you know, Paisano, Max Gross, uh, started as freshmen for Chris Borelli. Um, they, you know, this is, I think, what they were building for, and they've had such a success. Their two losses, or two of their three losses, have come to Fairfield Prep. And I think 
they're going to face prep for a fourth time in the semifinal. I don't know how excited either of those schools will be for that matchup for the fourth time. They've preps won two of them. Hamden's won one of them, but I just really like their lineup. Pearson, Coyne, Diella, Sawyer, Ianazi, Coles. Pierce, Pierce Coles hit a cow. Pierce Cowles hit a grand slam out of the eight hole against Amity. I mean, that's a top one through nine that could hit. I didn't even name all nine of them. And their pitching's really good. Jack Bowery, I got to see him for the first time in the SEC finals. Lefty, he throws hard. And I I just think that they're so good. Um, So that's my final four matchup. Richfield, Greenwich. um, Sorry, that's yours. Mine is Greenwich, Amity, Fairfield, Prep, and Hampton is my final four. Uh, Pretty strong. Pretty strong. Uh, Okay, my final two. Uh, obviously, I have Ridgefield playing Greenwich, Trouble playing Prep, and my championship game is going to be Greenwich versus Prep, and my champion is Fairfield Prep. I am. We are somewhat similar. Uh, actually, by somewhat, we are similar. Uh, I have Greenwich beating Amity, and I have Fairfield Prep beating Hamden. Um, and then I, I told him, I said to these kids yesterday when they were on the line getting their medals, I said, you do not want me to pick you. And they said, no, yeah. Oh, you have to pick us. Blah, blah, blah. So you know what? I'm picking Fairfield prep. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> prep over Greenwich to win the state title. They, you guys got what you wanted. Okay. When, when they beat Amity in the first round, I got a DM on Instagram say it was a, they shared, um, the podcast link and it was like game time where are you at and i responded i was like we're still here i'll see you on thursday i guess um so i'm we're picking around. i'm picking you now to win double l i hope my jinx or curse doesn't rub off on any of these teams but i am not good at this uh okay so i have three catholic schools uh winning championships that should upset some people uh prep East Catholic, St. Paul. And then I have Berlin, the savior of the public schools, the Redcoats to the rescue. And they're going to bring the cardboard cut out of Pete again. In the I, have I have it. I have it. Oh, you have it. Oh, you got to bring it for him. You got to bring it for him. It's in the office. I don't know if I'm allowed to go get it. Um, oh, it's, like, it's been quarantined in the office the whole it's time? It's been quarantined in the office the entire time. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't bringing it home. My roommate used to like put it in like right right in front of my door and when i'd wake up in the morning it would just be there so i i was like you know what? let me leave it in here before you know it ends so up you need, you need to make a special request to get back in the office i'm like well what do you need I'm like i need a cardboard cut out of myself with a red coat <laughs> you, know, you know i'm an, I'm an essential worker and this is an essential <laughs> thing that i need <laughs> like, it's for emergencies only this is sort of an emergency so we're gonna go yeah. ahead and get that <laughs> All right, listen, uh, those are our picks. Again, um, we hope we get them right. We understand that we probably won't. We hope to see all of you out at state tournament games. This is going to be really fun next two weeks. Uh, Pete and I are super excited to get out to the games and cover these things and see who wins. It was so great to see the brackets again, like, and the, have the CIAC release tournaments. Like, it's been so long. And it's just like, it, it's awesome. And I've also noticed, and you've noticed, the fans are out at these games. Like, I did a game, I told you, at one o'clock today, and there was all these students there. They weren't even at school. I love it. Last night, Brookfield had an entire bleachers packed with kids, packed with kids. Let's go. Come out to these state games. 
have some fun, see some baseball. And Pete and I will be here back here next week with uh, what a semifinal preview. Maybe quarterfinal. Do we hold off? Do we let the first three rounds go and then reconvene? Um, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, well, that's a whole week off, though. Well, we're doing this on a Friday. It's like a special edition. So. Yeah, but the first round is Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the semifinals are the quarterfinals are Saturday. All right, we'll do one before the quarterfinals on Thursday or Friday. You can do we're in. We'll be here. Ne- we'll be here next week, Thursday or Friday. Yeah, there it is. We'll figure it out. We always figure it out. All right. Those are the picks for Pete. I'm Scott. We will see you next week. I'm high and tight. Later.